Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Jesus, Lord, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercies. Spirit of God, we ask that you speak to our hearts. Change us. Transform us. Let us not leave this place the same. We dedicate this service into your hands. And we say, have your way. We silence every spirit that is not of God. Any high thing that lifts itself above the knowledge of God is condemned in the name of Jesus. Spirit of God, dominate and have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord and you may be seated. Wonderful. Well, we've been talking about soul winning. And I want to continue talking about soul winning. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. July is a month of evangelism. July is a month of awareness where we make efforts to win souls. Amen. I mean special efforts. I mean unusual efforts to win souls. And it is with hope that after the month of July, we will still be with that same fire. To continue the rest of the year. Amen. Amen. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. It says, But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the utmost parts of the earth. You shall be witnesses. He says, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall be witnesses. If the, if the Bible is yours, underline that word be. Be. You shall be witnesses. You shall be witnesses. Now, Jesus is saying, when you receive power, when you are baptized with the Holy Ghost, when you receive the power of the Holy Spirit, how many of you have the power of the Holy Spirit? Oh, how many of you do not have the power of the Holy Spirit? How many of you are born again? You are born again, born again Christian. You have the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I said you have the power of the Holy Spirit. Now it is yours. And you need to exercise that power. Amen. Hallelujah. You need to exercise that power. And those of you who have not received the gift of the Holy Spirit, we're going to have another service where we're going to pray for you to receive that gift. Amen. 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 We're going to pray for you to receive that gift. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. It is my faith and my hope and my belief that as we are sharing the word of God, you will receive the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. I believe and therefore have I spoken. I also believe and therefore I speak. Amen. 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 So he says, you will be witnesses. 
Now, the scripture is not teaching us or it's not telling us that we shall go and witness. We shall try and witness. You will be a witness. When you receive power, when the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you become a witness. You are transformed into a witness. Your life becomes a witness. Your life becomes a ministry. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It means you don't have to make a special effort to witness to someone. Every day of your life should be a witness. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know why the microphone feels low. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Is that better? So every day of your life should be witnessing. Kofi, do you understand? You should be witnessing every day. Wherever you are, you should be witnessing. Hallelujah. Amen. It is not now that, oh, I am going and I will go and witness. Come July, I will go and witness. You have become a witness. Amen. You are a witness. Amen. He says, and ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses. You shall be a witness. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. How many of you created yourself or you made yourself? How many of you? Let me see. I know, by, I know for sure that I did not create myself. I did not make myself. Is there anyone here who made himself or made herself? Now, if you had a chance, if you had a chance of making yourself, what would you change about yourself right now? Are there some few things that you would have changed? If you had a chance of creating yourself, are there some few things that you would have changed? What would you have changed? You, you would have changed your height to be short or tall. To be medium. To be tall. If you created your own life, that is what you would have done. Who else would have changed something about their life if they created their life? Sheila, what would you have changed? You would have changed your weight. If someone said, if, he, if she had a way of creating her own life, she would have created it such that she would have a lot of hair that would never, she would never lose it. Amen. I remember. You see, that is why that is why you should not let certain things attract you to marry a person. Do you understand? You know, because if 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 you allow, if it was her that attracted a man to marry a woman, today I will be running away. Because somebody had so much hair. I used to play with the hair like that, and then you turn the hair like that. And the hair was heavy and thick and nice, and I like it. And I like to take a person to the beauty parlor, and I sit and wait so that you do the hair and I see it. You see, that is why you don't let something... Something so temporal to determine 
something that you are going to live with the rest of your life. Amen. But I believe that if we had a chance, if we had a way, there are so many things we would have changed about our lives or how we were created or how we were made. Isn't that so? There are certain things that we would have added or certain things that we would have taken out. Amen. But somebody created you. And like everyone who creates or makes things, you realize that the one who created you also had certain things in mind. The one who created you had a plan and a purpose in mind when he, or, when he created you or when he made you. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? He had a plan and a purpose. If you prepare food, you put in certain ingredients. You have plans for the food. And as you are putting in the ingredients, you are putting it in certain amounts, and you want it to attain a certain goal. At the end, you want it to achieve a purpose. Do you understand? And that is why you put a little bit of this, and then you taste it, and then you put a little bit more of this, and a little of that, and a little of that. And in the end, see, as you are putting all these ingredients, you have a goal. You have in mind that at the end, when I'm done, it should taste this way. And when people eat it, it should have this effect on them. Do you see? And so you put in all these ingredients and you wait. And when the people are eating, you are looking at their reaction. You are waiting for their responses. And when you don't get those responses, you are not happy. Hallelujah. You are not happy. Amen. If someone makes a device, if someone creates a device, you realize that the person will put in certain parts. Put in this part here, put in that part here. And the person has in mind something to be the outcome such that you can use it to attain this A, B, C, D, and E purpose or purposes. Isn't that so? So when the person is done, the person knows that this device it can do this, it can do that, it can do this, and it can do that, and it can do this. Hallelujah. Now, you who are buying the device, you are not in the mind of the person who made the device. And so what the person intends for this thing to do, you don't know. Perhaps you know one thing about the thing. And that may have attracted you to buy it. But he can do more than that. And the one who made it is the one who knows. And so, the person who made it will write a manual and give instructions as to how to put it together, as to what, how to turn it on, as to what to do, as to how to turn it off, and so many things to tell you what you can do with this device. So, for instance, this brand new flat screen TV that you bought, it is not only to watch American Idol. Do you see? Or just to watch soap opera. And that is all you've been watching since you bought it. But the one who bought it, the one who made it, knows that there is a way that you can change this and change that and go here and go, and you can watch a variety of programs. And you will only know 
if you read the manual of that person or of that device. Amen. That is the only way you will know. And you realize that the person will put everything in the manual. The manufacturer, in his goal to achieve a maximum use of it, he will put everything in the manual. Now you are going to achieve that maximum use as intended by the manufacturer by looking at your device through the eyes of the manufacturer. Hallelujah. Now you realize that the manufacturer cannot be in everyone's home. And so he writes a manual. And if you take the manual, you begin to see the device through the eyes of the manufacturer. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding so far what I'm sharing with you? You see, I know that my, the, my purpose in life, or the purpose for my life, is greater than what I envision. The purpose for my life, I believe, is greater than my personal fulfillment. It's greater than my personal desires. The purpose of my life, in the eyes of the one who created me, is more than just a peace of mind, that I have a peace of mind, that I am pursuing aggressively all my life, looking for a peace of mind. The one who made me has more than a peace of mind. The one who made me has plans more than a good marriage, more than a good husband, and more than a good wife, which has become now your only goal in life that you are pursuing and pursuing and you are pursuing that you will have a good husband or you have a good wife. The person who made you has plans more than a good career. More than a career. Hallelujah. More than a career. More than a bank account. More than a house. And more than that nice car. That is on your mind. The person who made you had plans more than that. Hallelujah. Now because I did not create myself, there is no way I can tell the whole purpose of my function, the whole purpose of what I was created for by focusing on myself. Isn't that so? There is no way I can come to a place where I have accomplished the whole purpose of my creation if I am going to focus on my lustful desires. If my focus is on my lustful desires, there is no way that I can arrive at a place where the one who created me intended for me to arrive. I will be very, very limited. Hallelujah. I will be very, very limited. Therefore, I cannot have any other reason to focus on myself. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? I cannot have any other reason to focus on myself. Amen. What I need to do is to focus on the one who made me. If I can focus on the one who made me, then I can see myself through his mind. Hallelujah. 
If you focus on the one who made your device, then you can see the device through the mind of the one who made it. Isn't that so? And so if you throw the manual away, if you throw the manual away, and then you say, I am waiting on the day that the Lord will visit me in a dream and tell me that I am a witness, that I am to be a witness, or I am to become a witness. I am waiting for a day where an angel will appear before me. Because when you bought your flat screen TV, you didn't wait for a day where the manufacturer will appear to you in your home to say, this is how you use it. But you pick up the manual and you read it. The one who created you has a manual. Hallelujah. He has a manual for you. And he says, you will be witnesses. You are a witness. I say, you are a witness. Hallelujah. You are a witness. Amen. You are a witness. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 16. He says, all things, Colossians chapter 1 and verse 16. It says, for by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in the earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were, crea- all things were created by him and for him. Now it says, visible and invisible. Do you see your heart right now? How many of you can see your heart? Is it visible to you? How many of you can see your brain? But do you believe you have a brain? Do you believe you have a heart? Do you believe you have kidneys? Now it says, all these things that were created, everything that was put in you to make you who you are, He says, whether they be visible or invisible, whether they be thrones or dominion or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. Amen. Amen. And so if you are going to know what you were created for, then you're going to have to focus on the one who created you. You're going to have to focus on the one who created you. Amen. Amen. Psalm 139 and verse 13. Psalm 139 and verse 13. It says, For thou hast possessed my reins. Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. Look at that. This is when you were formed. When you were formed. It says, For thou hast possessed my reins. Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am Fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. Hallelujah. Verse 15. It says, My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret. Do you understand the scripture? When your mother and your father met in secret and certain substance 
came together to form you, it was not in, it was not of hidden thing before the Lord. He says, my substance was not hid from thee. You know, it may look like, you know, your mother, when she was in high school, didn't go to school, and went to the club, and at the end, she happened to have slept with this person, and you almost were aborted, but you were born. And it looked as if you were an accident. But your substance was not hid from the Lord. Amen. That is why, you know, that is why sometimes, you see, someone has committed abortion, someone has committed fornication, and the person is pregnant, and the person gives birth to a child, we treat that child as someone whose substance was not hid from the Lord. No matter how that substance was formed. And that is why we dedicate such substance to the Lord also. Amen. Amen. We dedicate such substance to the Lord. When a child like that is born, we as a church, we dedicate that child as any other child. And so when you don't understand the scriptures, you, you say a lot of things. Amen. This child has no father. Why should the church do this? This child has no mother. I don't know a child who has no mother. but So... It says, my substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret. People met in secret and they did things. Sometimes wrong, sometimes good. But whatever substance was formed, it was not hid from the law. It says, and curiously wrought in the lowest part of the earth. Mercy. That is where we were wrought. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being imperfect, and in the book, all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. Verse 17, it says, How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God, how great is the sum of them. Hallelujah. Amen. Beloved, God made you fearfully and wonderfully. Now, I want to share this with you to encourage you because, you see, sometimes you witness to someone and the person does not even respond. Someone, sometimes even just making an effort to share Christ with someone, you are disrespected. How many of you have felt like that before? So many times. But that should not stop you from witnessing. Your creator made you fearfully and wonderfully and he had plans concerning you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It is not everyone that you can witness to. God made you particularly for someone to witness to. Amen. Amen. Now if you can focus on the one who made you, if you can focus on the one who created you, he will direct your path. Hallelujah. He will direct your path. God made you fearfully and wonderfully for a special group of people. And nothing about you was secret to the Lord. Hallelujah. I said nothing about you was secret to the Lord. Your language was not secret to the Lord. Your skin color was not secret to the Lord. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Your hair was not secret to the Lord. Amen. 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 Your crooked legs, they were not secret to the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That you cannot speak well, it was not secret to the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 2 and verse 6. Galatians chapter 2 and verse 6. It says, But of these who seem to be somewhat, whatsoever they were, it maketh no matter to me. God accepted no man's person. Or God, has, God is not a respecter of person. For they who seem to be somewhat in conference added nothing to me. Now verse 7, he says, verse 7, he says, but contrary wise, when they saw, listen very carefully, he says, when they saw that the gospel of the uncircumcision was committed unto me. Now, uncircumcision, he says, the uncircumcision are the Gentiles. Circumcision are the Jews. Do you understand? So he says, but contrary wise, let's read a New Living Translation so you will understand. He says, and the leaders of the church had nothing to add to what I was preaching. By the way, their reputation as great leaders made no difference to me. For God has no favorites. Do you understand? Do you know who is speaking? He says, instead, they saw that God had given me the responsibility of preaching the gospel to who? To the Gentiles. God has given me the responsibility of preaching the gospel to the Gentiles. Just as he had given Peter the responsibility of preaching to the Jews. Hallelujah. So if you witness to someone and that person happened to be a Gentile and the one who made you, the one who put in your substances created you such that you'll be a witness to the circumcised, you'll be disappointed. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Hallelujah. Sister Gloria, do you understand what I'm sharing? Yes. It says, they realized that God had given me the responsibility of preaching the gospel to the Gentiles. My preaching is meant for the Gentiles. Just as he had given Peter the responsibility to preach to the Jews. Now, if Peter does not focus on the one who made him and the one who put in his substances and the one who had plans concerning him and focuses on himself, he will end up preaching to the Gentiles. And his ministry will just go down and he will be so disappointed. Amen. Amen. Beloved, if you witness Christ to someone and you are rejected, move on. God gave you a responsibility for someone else. You were fearfully and wonderfully made to save someone else. Hallelujah. Verse 8, he says, For the same God who worked through Peter as the apostle to the Jews 
also worked through me as the apostle to the Gentiles. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And as you understand the scriptures, so there are a whole lot of Gentiles around you at your workplace and you have been sharing Christ to them and they are not responding. When you get on the train, begin to share this risk the gospel with the one who is sitting perhaps you were made a preacher to the Greek to the Jews and not to the Greek Amen Amen. do not be discouraged I said do not be discouraged he says for the same God who worked through Peter as the apostle to the Jews also worked through me as the apostle to the Gentiles verse 9 in fact James Peter and John who were known as pillars of the church, recognized the gift God had given me. And they accepted Barnabas and me as their co-workers. They encouraged us to keep preaching to the Gentiles while they continued their work with the Jews. Hallelujah. Kofi, do you understand the word of God? While, we continue, while they continued their work with the Jews. So verse 10, he says, their only suggestion was that we keep on helping the poor, which I have always been eager to do. Now, I want you to pay attention to this scripture. He says, their only suggestion was that we keep on helping the poor, which he said, which I have been eager to do. Beloved, there are certain things that you are eager to do. But God has made you, God has given you a responsibility to be a gospel preacher to the Gentiles or to the Jews. Hallelujah. But he says, yes, continue singing, but be aware of what your maker intended for you. Yes, continue to be a prayer warrior, but be aware. Though this is your, you are eager to just come to the church and sing, be aware that your maker has a responsibility for you. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing? Miriam, do you understand the word of God? Amen. That is why everyone, everyone has to focus on the one who made him. Amen. He says, I am eager. I am eager to come and play the drums. I am eager to play the keyboard. I am eager to do this. But he said, God has given me the responsibility of preaching the gospel to the Gentiles. And all along, you have been eager to sing. And so you think that singing is what you do. And that is what you are eager. I said, if we will focus on what we want and what we are, we will miss what the maker intended for us to do. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding the word of God this afternoon? And when Peter focused on the Greeks, the Jews, and he preached to the Jews, in Acts chapter 3, the Bible says he preached so powerfully. He preached so powerfully that Acts chapter 4 and verse 4, at one sermon, 5,000 souls, 5,000 souls were added to the church. And Peter could have focused on the Gentiles. 
and no one would have been saved. Amen. So if you, if you witness Christ to someone and the person ignores you, be encouraged. And say, that, and say to yourself, my maker did not make me for you. And move on to the next person. Do not be discouraged. Am I preaching to someone this afternoon? Do not be discouraged. Focus on the next person. Hallelujah. Focus on your maker. There are some of us also who you will witness to someone and the person will not give his life to Christ, but you have sown a seed. I say you have sown a seed. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 6. 1 Corinthians 3 and 6. It says, I planted the seed in your heart and Apollos watered it. But it was God who made it grow. Hallelujah. So some of you, when you witness to someone, you just plant a seed. Be prepared to plant a seed in anyone that you encounter. Apollos will add the water. And in the end, God will bring the increase. Amen. Amen. God will bring the increase. Hallelujah. God will bring the increase. Focus on your maker. Always focus on your maker. And if you focus on your maker, you will never go wrong. If you focus on the one who made you the manual that is written concerning your life, you will never go wrong. Amen. Psalm 3 and verse 5, it says, Psalm 3 and verse 5. Let's read the King James Version, please. It says, I laid, no, Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5, please. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5. He says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. As far as you are concerned, lean not on your understanding. That your understanding is that I need to get married. I need a college degree. I need to get this job. I need to go here. I need to live here. He says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. That means if it, it comes to, if it's marriage that you want to marry, trust in the Lord. Amen. If it is marriage, trust in the Lord. Amen. And lean not on your own understanding. Do not focus on somebody's beautiful hair. Amen. Lean not on your own understanding. Amen. Amen. Because you see, the word of God says that, it says that husbands love your wives and wives Respect your husbands. The woman was made to receive love. What the maker placed in the woman is to receive love. And the substance that the, 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 the maker placed in the man is to receive respect. Hallelujah. It's to receive respect. So you see, when you focus, when your focus is the one who made you, you realize that the one who made this man, he wants him to have respect. And so, happy birthday and giving him all these birthday gifts and birthday presents and doing this without that respect will never fulfill this man. Amen. And so your focus will be on you don't remember my birthday, but when it was your birthday, I took you here and I bought you this. I bought you that nice tie. This tie that you are wearing, I bought you on your birthday. The other one, I bought you on Father's Day. And you are showing all this love 
what this man was created for was to receive respect. And you can show all the love that you want without that respect. I said, focus on the maker. Amen. Focus on the maker. Hallelujah. That is why, that is why the woman is crying for, you didn't, you, 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 you didn't look at my hair. You know, I did my hair and you didn't notice it. You know, I bought a new pair of earrings and you didn't notice it. You didn't make any comment of my dress. You know, you don't love me anymore. These days, your eyes are not on me. These days, you don't look at me. When I'm walking around, you don't look at me. You don't do this. You don't do that. That woman is yearning for love. And you can respect her and do all the things that you treat a 21st century woman with. If that love is not there, you can never fulfill that woman. You cannot fulfill that. Hallelujah. The one who made a man made him to receive respect. The one who made a woman made her to receive love. And so if your focus is on that one, he knows the substance that is in you. He knows what he has placed in you. And he knows the kind of woman that you can show love to. And so you say, Oh, I respect her very much and, you know, the way I treat her. Oh, Reverend, she treats me with, res- he treats me with respect. You know, the way he treats me, he really respects me. And so I think we can make a good couple. You are joking. You are joking. I say you are joking. Respect is not the same as love. The Lord will not have differentiated that. Amen. Show her love. Let her feel love. Let her feel love. Let him feel respect. Let her see love. Let her surrounded by love. And let her feel that she's loved. Amen. So that is why, you see, if you focus on the maker and he says, for this reason shall a man leave husband, father and mother and cleave unto his wife. And you understand the maker and how he made you. There is no way that a man, you will say, the one that I am looking for to love is another man. Because that man does not need love. Amen. That another woman will say, I love another woman. That is satanic. I said that is demonic. And that is satanic. satanic. It is not of God. Yes. If you will focus on the one who made you, you will realize that there is no way that I can, as a woman, love another woman. It is satanic. Amen. And so, and so you, you create a relationship like that, and then you say, be a woman. Come, come. You say... You say, be a woman so that I can love you. Be a woman and then you will respect me. You see, this man, the one who made him, placed substances in him. Visible and invisible. There is a heart that he cannot see. This one cannot see. Visible and invisible. There are kidneys that we don't know how it functions in him. There are hormones that are in him that we don't know how it functions and what the one who created him says in his manual is that the one who intends to live with you 
should respect you and not laugh. He didn't talk about laugh. Amen. Amen. So, he now has to be a woman so that he can receive love. And love me. You see, that is how he, because, because it, it, it has to be so. There has to be transmission of love. And there has to be transmission of respect. Do you see? So, he, he, he has to walk like a woman and dress like a woman and do things like a woman so he can love him. The one who made you did not create you like that. Amen. Oh, you have two women. Come, 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 come. Sit down. You have two women. And then you say, you know, we want to be, we want to be in a relationship. So, in order for us to have a successful relationship, there has to be love and respect. We are both women. So, you pretend to be a man and I will give you respect. And then you will love me. Because that's how God made man and woman. Do you understand? And so now, you are forced to attain the qualities that are placed in people who deserve respect. And so now you begin to wear men's clothes. And then you, you, you begin to walk like a man. Do you understand? You begin to walk, wear hats like a man. So that you'll be respected. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? It is a satanic relationship. I say it's a demonic relationship. And it shall not prevail among Christians. I say it's a demonic relationship. And it shall not prevail among Christians. Hallelujah. Sit down. Amen. The one who made you intended to have plans for you. So he says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. He will lead you to one that you can love. That can respect you. If you trust in him with all your heart. If you trust in him with all your heart. I said, the one who created you, he has plans and he has purpose concerning you. Listen, that is why in all these kinds of relationships, it was outward joy. They are miserable and under bondage. Hallelujah. I said, there is misery and bondage. That is why it has to be so outward so that you will think there is joy. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? May the Lord deliver you from such wickedness, such madness. Amen. May the Lord deliver you from such madness. Amen. It's demonic. There is no joy. And so you realize that, you see, if, if a husband and a wife are having real joy, they don't need to show it. Do you understand? They don't need to come and publicize it and let you know that we are happy every day. Clap your hands. And we are happy. And we are going. And we are happy. 
you know, we don't need to wear the same clothes so that you know that we are happy people. We don't need to, you see. And so the, you have to make it. And I am telling you is that it is Satan who is publicizing what appears yes. to be a joyful relationship. Yes. Amen. It is Satan. Hallelujah. From the time I was born, I had never seen a husband and wife always, you know, showing and be out and so that we know that we are couples. We don't need to tell us that we are couples. Do you understand? But now, you see, Satan is on the rampant. And he's putting it in your face that this is real joy. I am telling you that there is no joy in that. Amen. There is no joy. It's demonic. I say it's demonic. It's demonic. It's demonic. Hallelujah. It's demonic. It's a demon. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, give him no place. Now, I tell you, when you give him place, he will come in you. If you give, look, Jesus didn't tell us to, you know, when the demons come, just stand and fight him. And he says, give him no place. Give him no place. If you give demonic spirits any place in your life, they overtake you. They will take you over. No matter who you are. If you give them place, they will take over. Young men and young women, are you listening to me? If you give him any place, he will take over. If you don't believe what I'm saying, try it. You try it. I say, your maker, he knows what he placed in you. He knows the substances that are in you. Hallelujah. So it looked as if baby Moses was born and he was such a poor baby, born to a frustrated mother that dumped him, dumped him on, on the river. And it looks like what a miserable place to be. But the one who made him had plans and a purpose that he was going to save a nation through this life. Hallelujah. It looks as if Joseph's life was such a miserable in his early life. Very disappointing events in his life. But the one who made him had plans and he had purpose concerning that life. That he was going to use him to deliver a nation. To save a nation from perishing. Hallelujah. Amen. It looks as if the things that you are going through appear so awful. But there's nothing that is hidden before the Lord. There is nothing concerning you that is hidden. He says, Your substance, it was not hidden from Him. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It was not hidden from Him. And so, whatever you are going through, focus on the Lord, Amen. focus on the one who made you. It looked as if Zachariah and his wife were in a very miserable state. Childlessness and a very miserable state. And during that period, you could see how their lives were. But the one who made them had plans concerning them. If you can focus 
if your eyes can be focused on the one who made you, you understand that everything that happens to you is happening for a purpose and is working together for your good. Amen. Hallelujah. Focus on your maker. Focus on your maker and he will direct you into his perfect way. Put your hands together for the Lord and thank you. He had plans concerning you. He had plans concerning you. He says, give no place to the enemy. Focus not on yourself, but focus on your maker. If you can focus on your maker, if your eyes can be on your maker, he has plans concerning you. He has plans concerning you. He has plans concerning you. He has plans concerning your life. Focus on the maker. Pray for a moment. And say, Lord, help me focus on you. Let me take all of my attention from me and focus on you. Let me take all of my attention and focus on you. Have dominion. Have your way in the name of Jesus. Have your way. Have your way. Oh, Jesus. Today we overlook our needs and our desires. Our lustful needs. Our lustful desires, our worldly needs. Father, we overlook them and our focus is on you. Today we say, Have your way in our lives. Use us for the purpose and the plans for which you created us for. Have your way. Have your way. Oh Jesus, have your way. Have your way. Oh Jesus, have your way. 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 Lord, take our focus from ourselves. Let us not focus on ourselves. Let us not focus on our career. Let us not focus on our jobs. Let us not focus on our marriages. But may we focus on you. Yes. Let us focus on you. No one else will. Our focus is on you. Our focus is on you. Cause nothing else can take your place To feel the warmth of your embrace Help me find a way Bring me back to you Sing, draw me close close to you Lord never let me go never let me go lay it all down again lay it all down again oh the cup of the Lord we lay it all down we lay it all down we lay it all down Jesus our focus is on you. Our attention is on you. Let our attention be on you. No one is our purpose. Direct our attention on you. Take the focus from us. It is all about you, Jesus. nothing else could take your place. It's all about you, Jesus. Nothing else can take your place. To fill the world.
warm of your embrace to fill the warmth of your embrace help me lord help me lord help us jesus help me find a way oh lord bring me back to you
eyes closed, every head bowed. You are here this afternoon. You have not given your life to Jesus. He's here to save. He has plans concerning your life. You are here this afternoon. Jesus is here to save. If you have not given your life to Christ, you say, I want to receive Jesus as my personal Savior. If that is you, wherever you are, lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Anyone here like that? You want to give your life to Christ? You want to give your life to Jesus? Anyone here like that? You say, I want to give my life to Jesus. Anyone here like that? I see. Is there anyone else? You want to give your life to Jesus? Well, if you want to give your life to Jesus, I want you to meet me here. If you are here, you want to give your life to Christ. Anyone here like that? You say, I want to dedicate my life to Jesus. I want to receive Jesus Christ into my life. Is there anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? You want to join? Is anyone here like that? You want to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior? Maybe you were born again once, but you feel very far from Christ. But today you say, I want to dedicate my life back to Jesus. I want to rededicate my life to Jesus. I want to find a plan and a purpose that Jesus has concerning my life. If that is you, I want you to join. Come here. Come here with me. Anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? You want to give your life to Christ? You want to join them? I see you. I see you. You want to join them? Anyone here like that? It's not too late. Your maker has plans concerning you. You will not even know the plans until you enter. Until you open up the door unto him. To receive him. I want you to say this after me and I want the whole congregation to join and say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus thank you for dying for me. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you rose again from the third day. On the third day, Lord Jesus, day, you Lord conquered Jesus, the grave. You conquered the grave. All for me. All for me. This afternoon. This afternoon. Please forgive me of my please sins. Please forgive me of my Wash sins. me. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me. Cleanse me with your blood. With your blood. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I welcome you into I my life. I welcome you into my life. From today, from today, be my Lord, be my Lord, be my master, be my master, be my savior, be my savior. I will serve you. I will serve. I will serve you. I will serve the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lord, I pray concerning your children who are here this afternoon. I pray, oh God. As they have walked to you, O oh God. Father, you say the heavens rejoice. Father, there is a celebration in the heavens because your children have come back to you. I pray, O oh God, that you will keep them. Yes. Father, bind them around your neck. Amen. Tie them, O oh God. Yes, Build a hedge around them. Yes. 
Father, may they not escape again. Deliver them from every wicked plan of the enemy. Let a hedge be built around them. Lord, we say we give no place to the devil. In the name of Jesus. And I pray, oh God, that you continue to walk with these ones. May they continue to draw nigh you. And you also will draw nigh unto them. I am thankful to you this afternoon. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I have a special book for you. That's a present for me. Read it and it will bless you. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.